0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: We are live, Jeffrey Goodman. My name is Rob Doster. It is the Field of Sixty Eight Best Bets Podcast and Best Bets Live Stream. It is Thursday morning. Who, Jeffrey.
2: It wasn't a good uh conclusion to the night. I, I started off well uh with, with a little JMU action, but uh after that it it seemingly was was all downhill. Louisville couldn't uh couldn't cover uh Boise State, loses to Colorado State. We'll talk about some of these. Uh but first, Robert, uh the number one takeaway from last night for you was what?
1: Oh, man, that uh, Seton Hall can't hold a lead at home.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, or that you don't want to give Mitch Mitch Ballock any
1: space. Wow, he was unbelievable. I think, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong here, I think he is officially out yeah. of his slump. Uh, I
2: think he is too, and I, I, I think the other thing is, to me, <laughs> if I'm Greg McDermott and their staff, I'm saying there is no game that's going to go by for the rest of the season that you're going to attempt less than five three-pointers, not one, not one. I don't care if you miss all five, that's fine. We'll live with it. But that dude, when he gets going, and and the thing that he did last night, I thought because everybody's on him and they don't pay attention to him when he's not out there at the three-point line, he can get easy baskets around the rim if he just moves to the basket. Mm -hmm.
1: That's that's one thing he does well is he does move
2: without the ball. They got to get him the ball. I think I think Zegarowski looked healthier last night than I've seen him look probably all year. Moving better, hit a huge three at the end of the game. Um, but yeah, was it more of an indication of that you don't trust Seton Hall, or, or or that Creighton can just come back against anybody because that that's what their offense dictates?
1: Well, yeah, I mean it's just they they shoot the ball so well. They shot 17 for 35 from three. Yeah, 17 for 30. If you're to hit 17 threes against anybody on the planet, you're gonna have a game. Right, right. And they were
2: awful defensively in the first half.
1: Yeah. The, the big thing with Seton Hall, and, and this really stuck out to me last night, um, especially with some of the possessions on the stretch. They just don't have like a, their guard play is just not what it needs to be. Bryce Aiken isn't what he was at Harvard. He had a
2: great first half last night, but he's not a guy you can just give the ball to and, and, and say, hey, take care of it. Take care of it. Go make a play. Don't turn it over. You start at the end of the game. His confidence still isn't there from a standpoint of running a team. It's there scoring the ball, and that's kind of what he was at Harvard. He was more of a a ball scoring guard, but he's not a necessarily really a facilitator. He's a scorer.
1: Yeah, it's just it's Seton Hall's good, but the the pieces just don't necessarily fit the way that you would want them to fit um, perfectly. Like again, they don't have a go-to guy down the stretch. Creighton knows what they're going to do. They're going to put the ball in Zagorowski's hands, yep. they're going to let him work, and then he's going to find somebody or he's going to make a shot himself. And Seton Hall doesn't really have that guy. You know, you want it to be man I like It's Cretans. very difficult to make, like, a big guy play that role, you know. So, it kind of is what it is.
2: You know me. I like Creighton. I like this team. I've, I've yeah. stuck with them all year, and I'm going to stick with them. Now, their defense has to be better come NCAA tournament time. But ultimately – I just think they have weapons at every position offensively. Every guy can shoot it. Every guy can score. I think Colt Brenner is going to get better and better here. And and, and he showed it last night at times. He, He is a factor. He's something they didn't have last year. You don't have to use him all the time. But if you go up against a team where you need
1: some length, some rim protection, you have it now. You did not have it a year ago. So Florida State won by 22. Um, over yeah. Miami, Ohio State won by four at home yeah. against Penn State. E.J. Liddell had another 20-point game. Oh, yeah. uh, man. Baylor won by roughly 867 points. I can't do the math. I'm not good enough at math. To figure 48 out points. Exactly. 48 points. Baylor won by – was it 48? You sure 48. about that? You positive? My math is phenomenal. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, Wisconsin beat Maryland at home by six. And Louisville went into Clemson, South Carolina and lost – while putting up 50 points. Yeah. You and know was, you know what my my takeaway was? The game, by the way, can I tell you what happened to me watching that game? The Louisville game? Yeah. I had, to, I had to watch it in Spanish. Why? I don't get the ACC network or Massive. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go find an illegal stream. And I found an illegal stream. And the only one they had was like the, 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 the Spanish language version of it or whatever. So I had to watch that game in Spanish. So how do you say in Spanish – Louisville can't score worth a shit. Um, Louisville está jugando como mierda. Very good, very good. You know what that means? Louis, no. Louisville is playing like shit. That's, yeah, they certainly did. We'll, Honestly, sure. we'll, we'll get on to that one in, in a second. But
2: first, can I tell you
1: – This is all we got to say about Louisville, right? They have the two best ball screen guards, like the, the best combination of ball screen guards, maybe in college basketball. Well, maybe not. But like outside of Baylor Gonzaga. Right. I was going to say. You know, not pushed it.
2: They're good. They're very good.
1: The best combination of ball screen guards in the country. There's no shooting around them to be able to create space, and there's nobody to roll to the basket for them to find them. So it's like they're coming off of these ball screens, and they just they, they look, and there's all this help defense in the lane, no shooters to give the ball to, and it's, they're just fucked if they don't have any space.
2: Yeah, they need Malik Williams in a in a bad, bad way. I, you Not know, I mean, Williams, they need they need Samuel Williamson to start making shots. Well that too. No,
1: no, they need shot makers, but they could use a big that could roll to the basket at least to give him an option there. Until they get shot makers, like what's what good is it gonna do? There's there's nine people in the lane, you got Malik Williams rolling to the basket. You know, it's like it's like playing pinball when he's going through, he's bouncing off. Hey, for,
2: for hey maybe
1: they could have held Clemson to forty eight points instead of fifty. Hey, look fifty four. You held clubs the 48 points last night. You would have won that basketball. That's right. That's right. But,
2: yes, you can't get a combined 13 points out of David Johnson and Carly
1: Jones That that
2: or 15 points, whatever it was.
1: I know. So um, let's go to Baylor. I know you uh, you had some thoughts on yeah. him, so let's, let's bring that up.
2: I do. Listen, I think, Rob, and I know this might be a hot take, uh, but it shouldn't be. I think now after Baylor has beaten the hell out of everybody in a Big 12 that is pretty darn good, and they just beat a Big 12 team. I know it's not a good one, but they beat a Big 12 team by 48 points. It is time, Rob Doster, to put Baylor in the exact same sentence conversation as the Gonzaga Bulldog. We have had Gonzaga at one, Baylor at two all year long. Now is the time that you got to put them together. Gonzaga and Baylor, period, are the two front runners for the national title. And here's why I think Baylor... I I don't think it's been talked about enough. I think Baylor is on such a mission after last season having the NCAA tournament scrapped. Pretty much this whole team came back for the most part. And they've all got that taste in their mouths. They came back, their chemistry is elite level. It, you could see it. I mean, they're all playing for each other. They don't care who scores. Last night it was well, it was everybody. Uh, but it was David Mitchell. I mean, it, it was 20 to 2. It was 38 to 5. It was 44 to 9. And the final was 107 to 59. I mean, it it was a complete thrashing from start to finish. This Baylor team has everything, Rob. What they have that Gonzaga doesn't, they've got an elite, elite, elite defense.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, so I agree with you, but I'm kind of, I've thought that we've had Baylor and Gonzaga basically in the same conversation all season now.
2: I don't think anybody has. You have not. You have not given them the same credibility that you have given the boys in, in Spokane. You haven't.
1: Okay. So what do you? How do you? How do you define giving Baylor the credibility? Literally, everybody in this that covers the sport of college basketball has said that Baylor and Gonzaga are in a tier all their own. A lot of people have said it's probably Gonzaga one and Baylor one A.
2: Everybody said it's Gonzaga one. Everybody has said it's Gonzaga one, and then
1: well, I, I still think that it probably is Gonzaga one because if you look at the 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 high end of the talent that they have, yeah. right? Who's the first player that you're, you're picking, right? So um, that the- I might pick Jared Butler. I might pick Jared
2: Butler first.
1: You would take Jared Butler playing at his best over Jalen Suggs playing at his best. I don't think that you would because you're talking about Jalen Suggs being the number one pick. So the, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this is recency bias. Either way, you I, I get what you're saying. I think that Gonzaga has a higher ceiling. Than what Baylor does, I think that they are good enough. Where when they are playing their best, their guards can can win even against the defensive monsters that you have on Baylor. Now that said, I would put this at like a one point, like call Gonzaga a one point favorite on the neutral court. So I'm not saying that they're way better than Baylor, and I'm saying that both of these teams on the neutral court are going to be like seven to eight point favorites over anybody in the country. So like that, and I felt that way since. I don't even like. I don't know for a while, right? Like, I, I'm just going to give you. I'm just going to
2: give you the numbers to support my argument.
1: That, well, we're, not, we're not arguing. I'm telling you that that you are saying that 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 people are viewing this as something that it's not because everybody's had Baylor and Gonzaga as one in one a for like months.
2: one in that, one in one a would be if I looked it up right now and Gonzaga is plus two seventy five right now on the book I'm looking at to win it all to win it all. If 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 it was one in one a. It would be Gonzaga at plus two seventy five and Baylor at like plus three twenty five. Agreed?
1: Well, it's Baylor at four at plus four fifty. That's a that's a sign. That's a gap. It is. It's a, yeah. It's a small gap, but yeah. If you're saying that there's value on Baylor as the the champion, then yes, you're probably right. At plus plus four fifty. There's value on Baylor as a national champion. I think all the value has been bet out of Gonzaga, and honestly, like plus two seventy five. That's way, way, way too low in an era where it's like one positive test for, for like right. on agree. For- this year, yes, you're not taking that. You're not taking That's that. A, what is the same number right now? Um, a- agreed. I totally agree. The other part of it, the problem the problem with going strictly based off of Vegas futures is that for a while everybody started fire like pouring money on Gonzaga. So right. the books had to drop the line to the point where um, no one's putting money on it anymore because they're too too—they're overextended on it. They are. They Listen, again, for other people to balance it out.
2: I'm not hammering Gonzaga here at all. I'm just saying I think it is time that you're, we give Baylor the respect that the Bears deserve, Rob Doster, and you just you're, you're continuously saying, disrespect him.
1: You're saying what everybody else has been saying for the last two months. So, this so not true. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations on figuring out that Baylor's actually good. I right around hey, yeah. I
2: want you to say it before before we finish this segment. I would like you to say Baylor, I put Baylor at exactly the same spot that I
1: value Gonzaga. I I, I don't. I just told okay. you I think Gonzaga is if they play it on a neutral court. Gonzaga. Right. I proved my point. So, I proved my point today. Yeah. No, you didn't. Okay. I did. A one point favorite means they're in the same conversation. You're acting like everybody thinks that if Gonzaga played Baylor. Tomorrow, if that game actually happened. That everyone would be saying that Gonzaga is like a five-point favorite. That's not; they be I mean. a three-point favorite. Maybe by the time that it all comes out. But like, even if you look at like Ken Palm, I think it would be the Ken Palm basically has them at the same number. You hate Ken Palm, so all you love friends, Kenny Palm. I'm, I quote Kenny Palm now in my column. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, do you know who Ken Palm has as the number one team in the country right now? Baylor. Yes.
2: Yeah, so well, Ken Palm, Ken Palm's smarter than oh, you. He's
1: smarter than you. I'm onto you. you. No, you saw this on Ken Palm this morning. No,
2: I really, you actually, are, I'm you
1: looking are right now. Ken Kenny oh, Palm, wow. look at this, my I'm man. I do not believe it. We figured it out, guys. All right, there's the answer. That's if right. I, know, I, I'm a closet, in closet Ken pop guy. Closet Ken Palm <laughs> stand, there you go. You know what it was? You know what it was? You know what got you there? What? About Ken Palm's thrill scores. That's what got you there. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of which. Anyway. All right, let's talk about tonight's slate. All right. Before you, right. you have any more horrible Baylor takes. Um, tonight's slate is not yeah. great. It's yeah. not great. You, you not have to be more Rutgers, right? You have to like, clear the bankroll on Rutgers. Laying two and a half at home against a Michigan State team that's been oh. 20 days. Right. And Honestly, twenty days. They had a basketball team. That's how long it's been since they it's played. It's
2: unbelievable. Like I feel like other teams have had longer breaks, but I feel like Michigan State feels the longest of anyone on the planet this season. Like St. Louis didn't play for like over a month, and and they played the other night and they lost by uh, by like ten to to our crappy Dayton
1: team. Right, Dayton team. Right.
2: So. You know, now again, not every time it's worked. Like, look at Drake, right? Drake comes off a pause and they sweep Missouri State. That's a huge, honestly, that's a very underrated uh, occurrence over the last couple of days. Um, I I think, listen, Rutgers at the rack. I know they haven't been great this year at the rack, not like they have been in the past. All the numbers say you go Michigan State here. I mean, they're they're 11-0 all time against Rutgers. 10-0 10-0 since Rutgers joined the Big Ten. It's been a complete domination. Uh, Aaron Henry was playing much better before they took their pause. Uh, he had kind of finally stepped forward to kind of what everybody wanted from Aaron Henry was to be more of an alpha dog. Um, you know, they're a good team, not great. They, they started getting better point guard play out of their freshmen. But I'm with you. Listen, Rutgers coming off the win against Indiana, having some confidence after they had – gone through a tough stretch uh Geo Baker playing well Ron uh Ron Harper uh who will have a big uh if you want some Ron Harper uh stuff you'll get it today John Fanning, and Demetrius Nichols did a podcast with with Ron Harper Jr and uh and it was really good so uh take a look at that later today I- I'm with you I'll take I'll take Rutgers here um I don't feel like phenomenal about it. But given
1: three, I'll take Rutgers. Uh, the play is they're at home, um, they're coming off of a win. Maybe yeah. they kind of figured this thing out a little bit, and they're going up against a team that hasn't played in 20 days. And even when they were playing, like they were, they were a mess at the end. Like, yeah. forget they scored. The last game they played was at home against Purdue. They scored 54 points and they blew a 17 point lead in the second half.
2: Yeah, so, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty.
1: I like I like Rutgers a lot in this spot. Uh, the other game that I like. Is SMU.
2: Yeah, well that's our usual. That's our usual
1: there. At home against Memphis. Yep. Um we've been on Memphis for three games in a row now. We've bet on Memphis three games yep. in a row. They went on a three game winning, uh, Dar- winning streak. how about this? You want to know why they went on a three game winning streak? It's not really hard that that hard to figure out. I th- even think you could do the math on this. Okay. Go ahead. In those three games, yeah, they shot thirty two for sixty four from three. Jeffrey. Yeah. That is a cool 50% from the yeah.
2: No, they, they they look good. They look good. I mean, it, it was big for Memphis. This is the first time, too. If they win if they win tonight, it'll be the first time they've won four straight in league play since 2017-18, Robert. Oof,
1: that's How about fun. that? That is a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. Hold on. Is that, was that Tubby's first year? Or does that go all the way back to the Josh Pastner era?
2: No, no I don't even – I don't even know if that was Tubby's first. Yeah, no, not his first year. Because he has been there.
1: What year is it right now? <laughs> that's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: what day is it?
1: Yeah. You can tell me that it's like Friday in 2023, and I probably believe it <laughs> at this point. Every single day has been the same for the last 10 months. Yeah, month. well, I got to look at your mug every day. I mean, Christ's sakes. Um,
2: but speaking of mugs, that's a good look. Yes, you, right? I see that mug. Uh, Kendrick Davis is going to be the key in this game. If Memphis holds him down again like they did uh, the other night, uh, they will get their fourth straight win in conference play for the first time, and in, in, in that would be a four-year. Yeah.
1: So they also switched up their starting lineup, which is interesting. Like, they have a lot of the Memphis guys coming off the bench. Boogie Ellis is coming off the bench. Damian Ball is coming off the bench. Uh, TJ Jeffries is coming off the bench. And I think that that's kind of helped them a little bit. Um, and it's really impressive to me that Penny's been able to like get some of the bigger names and some of the the local guys, yeah, to, to kind of accept playing a role off the bench. Especially
2: Boogie. Well, Boogie, Boogie is the one that that surprises me. But well, yeah, I mean, if they they can keep this going, at least it gives I, them some it, momentum. It,
1: Here's my thing. My big thing with them is just like they've they've shot so well. They shot fifty uh, yeah. percent through the last three games, and like these, they don't have a lot of great shooters on that roster. So they do not. I think that I think that uh, the regression monster is going to hit pretty hard tonight. There's one thing that SMU does really well, and that is hold opposing three point shooters to a 28.6 percent shooting clip. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong numbers. That's a lie. They the opponents shoot 34 percent from three against against SMU. So that's a dumb stat. Never mind. Forget what I just said. Uh, but I'm, still on I'm still on episode, or, 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 I'm sorry, I'm still on SMU. I already put that bet in. Is there anything else you like? Because it's 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 a very boring slate, and I feel like all this yeah, it, I it's.
2: No... I mean, I I kind of like Gonzaga just because again, I don't think San Diego is very good. Uh, the only thing that can get in the way, I think, of Gonzaga losing is if like I don't know they went surfing or something before the game Yeah. San Diego.
1: Twenty eight points is so many points in a game where like, that, do you remember what happened when they played? Yeah, you. I know you
2: it's it, it's it's like a guessing game when you when you give that many. I know. I I don't love it, but I kind of like it just because again, my theory that Mark Few plays his starters too many minutes in blowouts. Mm-hmm. Um that that's why I like it more than most teams that give that type of 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 action. Uh I I don't know. I like Eastern Illinois against UT Martin. You know, you think about it from the beginning of the year, UT Martin loses obviously their coach uh, rest in peace, um, Anthony Stewart. They lose their best player, Parker Stewart, who transfers to Indiana. They just had their one of their top freshmen transfer recently. Um, I think Eastern Illinois is pretty good. So, uh, Jay Spoonhour and the Panthers – I want to say Panthers. I don't know if I got that right. Uh, are given seven and a half against UT Martin on the road. Uh, I'll take them there. And I, got,
1: I got a big one for you, Jeffrey. What do you got? Your Austin P governors.
2: I know. I know.
1: Five and a half tonight against Belmont.
2: Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna take the points. I'm I mean, gonna I have to like at some point we gotta let's go P. Like it, it it's gotta work. At some point this thing has to work.
1: There it is. There's the ding. I think the ding signifies who we need to fade, right? We should have been tracking this all yeah. year long. Who are who are we talking about when the ding goes off? And does that mean that we are uh, we should be betting or not betting that team. We should have. We should really should have been tracking that. Yes. Um, so my thing with that is Belmont is one of the best offensive teams in the country. They're one of they they're they're top ten nationally in yeah. uh, field goal percentage. Um, they're number two nationally in two point field goal percentage. And the one thing that Austin P cannot do is defend. You would think that somebody from the Frank Martin coaching tree would Be able to coach up defense, Matt figures not been able to coach up defense, so uh, I would probably be on Belmont in this spot. Um, and I also, if you can get like a team total, I don't know if it's even possible to get a team total on a Belmont Austin P game. Um, I would probably take the over on the Belmont team total, assuming it's like somewhere in that 70. Let me do
2: the math, the question right. for me is, how healthy is um, is Jordan Adams because he he was. You know, you were ripping on me when they were losing early in the year, but but he's been banged up all year and playing. Oh, now you're
1: coming up with some excuses. No, you? there's no excuse. Who, who else? Who's banged up on Arizona State? Who's, <laughs> who's banged up on that team?
2: I don't know. Whoever's doing that.
1: Fading them. I'm They're
2: not touching. Wrong. I'm not touching Arizona State. I'm They're done. It once.
1: I'm done. I'm you know, done. Who's back? You know who's back? Cal? Matt Bradley. Matt Bradley's back for cow. <laughs>
2: I'm tempted. I'm tempted to take Cal on the points, but the moment I do it, we know what's gonna happen. Mark Fox. I mean, if I'm you if I'm you, I want me to take Arizona State. And then if I'm you, I load up on Cal. That's a good point. You know what?
1: It's unbelievable that Arizona State is only laying eight points at home against the worst team of the conference. Look at all that talent on the roster, Jeff. You got how are you how are you not on Arizona? You spent the last two months, every day that Arizona State plays, you spent you've been telling me how good they are. How much of a favorite? I know, they I know, know, I know. Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. Awesome. By the way, by De- the this way, this is not for Cal boys. Huh? huh? I said this is a great bounce back spot for you boys. They just got their ass kicked, right, <laughs> by their rivals. I'm not giving seven. The I'm not. But you're disrespecting
2: Mark Fox and Cal by calling them the worst team in the league. Well.
1: Cool. I mean, of course I am, because I'm trying to get you to buy into the idea of betting on Arizona State. Like, what? I'm, I'm going to bet on, on Cal. I'm trying to get you to fade me.
2: They're not. They're not. Washington is the worst team in the league. Um. So, what do you like? A- Stanford, Arizona. Stanford, still without Zaire Williams, Bryce Wills, and um, uh, Dejan Davis. All three are not playing in this game. Arizona's favored by eight. I, I want to like Arizona.
1: It's it's eight and a half now, and yeah. I'm going to let that line keep climbing, and then I'm going to bet on Stanford.
2: Yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, here here's the thing too: Stanford just found out uh, yesterday that they're actually going to go back to to home, home here in, in in a week or so. Um, they've been on the road for all but five days this year. How about that? Five days they've been in their dorms all season long. They have been um, they were in Carolina for a while in a hotel, then they flew out to L.A. For a while, uh, for a week, and then they've been in Santa Cruz in a hotel. And the first hotel was not a good one, Rob. First hotel was an absolute dump. And uh, they got out of there. They're in a decent hotel in Santa Cruz. But they were just told the other day that uh, they're going back home to Palo Alto because of the restrictions have been lifted on their county. So, I don't know. I mean, again, I think Oscar De Silva is probably the best player on the floor. In that game, I just don't know if he's going to have enough help.
1: Yeah, and is the Mathurin kid playing? I think he's out, right?
2: I think he's out with an ankle injury. So, they're without – really, think about it. They're without him, and they're without their best shooter, in Jamal Baker, who's out for the season. So, it's not like Arizona's completely whole either. I mean, they're undermanned, and they're young. and So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of with you. I like Stanford to keep it close and not get blown out at least. Uh, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on that line, too, because I think you're right. It probably goes to nine, and, uh, and I like it there.
1: All um, right. For our picks. This is what I got. You ready?
2: Yeah, we're probably going to be together on a few of these, so maybe we finally win.
1: And for people that are here, like, we've been asked to be able to put up a graphic for this. Um, that will happen eventually. Uh, we, um, <laughs> we we basically produ- – I basically produce this as I'm talking, so, it, like, we don't have the capability to put up the graphics.
2: And we change our so, – you know. um,
1: And the other part, like, so that's why we are partnered with Betsports is to give you a place where you can go to see everything that we're putting in. Um, so download the Betsports app. Uh, just go follow us there if you want to see what we're putting in. Um, so this is what I got today. I'm following you, you on Eastern Illinois. I'm fading you on – What are you doing? You're going Eastern Illinois? Yep. Okay. I took Eastern Illinois. Yep. Uh, I took Belmont. I'm fading you with, with, your, with your whole Austin P. obsession. Okay, uh, I'm on Stanford. Uh, I'm gonna try to wait until it gets to nine, but I'll yeah. be on Stanford. Uh, I'm on Cal. Um, I took SMU laying three and a half, and I put three units on Rutgers minus two. Damn! Look at you! I gotta get back at some point, man. I gotta, I gotta find a way to get hot. Best way to get hot is to just keep piling money on Rutgers.
2: <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm with you on Eastern Illinois. I'm with you on Stanford. I'm gonna wait a moment. I'm with you on SMU. I'm with you on Rutgers, and I got uh, Austin P. And I still, we need something like like I, I really feel like it would change everything if we had we had a let's go P shirt. So like home field apparel, we need that. We need that soon because otherwise, like Matt Figure and, and and the Govs, they may not win another game. They are in trouble. They are in trouble.